Well, Matt Neal, I really appreciate your time here at uh, Brands Hatch Media Day and Testing Day. And uh, a little birdie in the team told me that pretty much, well, we're just after lunchtime, that you're done and dusted. I think some of them are going to go back out. But you and I think your teammate Dan Camish, you, you're happy with the day's work and, and that's it, isn't it? Uh, Dan's got another run. He's, okay. he's got a bit more to do. Um, yeah, I've got... Um, we were just planning it. We've, we've been here a couple of days already, so it's, um, we've been going through everything we need to go through, hopefully. That we're about complete. there. Oh, yeah, I've got a, I've got a talk. I've got to do up in Leeds tonight. Which oh, is have you? Three and a half, four hour drive <laughs> from here. So I'm going to be I'm going to be shooting That's up the M1. To go. So pre-season testing has gone well. Not just done t- today here at Brands, yesterday at Brands, whatever, but in general building up to this season, Matt. You always think it could go better, but um, it's gone all right. You know, yeah. I'm not. I never like to be confident, but I'm sort of quietly optimistic. You know, I'm. I think we're in a good place. There's. There's other teams and cars and driver combinations up and down the pit lane who are in a good place as well, but I think we're not in a bad place. So it'll be interesting to see when everyone stops sandbagging and you know takes the gloves off for the first time a week on Sunday. It'll be uh, it'll be interesting to see where we all pan out. Um, I think you told me at Autosport and Dan backed it uh, up this morning when I had a chat with him. You've been taking the car not abroad particularly, but taking the car back to places where it didn't quite go right last year has that been the case and again I think that you've again hopefully made the right type of progress on those circuits that you can again use hopefully to your advantage this year yeah they've been focusing on areas uh, where we thought we were weak Uh, and understanding the car is you know it was the problem is the the series British Touring Cars is fiercely competitive so you're looking for fractions of a second and at the um, you know they have been working on lots of different areas of it but at a third of the races last year, we were faster than the outgoing FK2 type R. A third, we were the same, and a third, we were dire. So instead of decamping to Spain, we do like we do every spring, we decided to focus on the circuits where we did have a bit of a, a bad hair day last year, and and that's been very positive. With cool. the um, you know, and we understand the car better now. We've got a year under our belt, and Dan's got a year under his belt. And, you know, because you forget he was brand new to touring cars yeah, last year, so I had a new so. car and a new teammate. It was uh, proper new stuff, but um, yeah, it, it's gone okay so far. Where is this championship uh, with regards to you? Like, say, how it's progressed, how tough it is, how difficult it is to win races, to get points, to to find thousandths of a second. Is it in a tougher place as you've ever known it in all the years that pretty much you've been involved in this championship, Matt? I think so. With all the equalisation of, of weights and grids and drivers and car combos, it's uh, you know it's it's as competitive as, as it's good ever for been. It as a championship, you think because of how competitive and close it makes it? Uh, people say it's manufactured, but if you win it, it's the same for everybody. If you've got points in the bag, you've got weight in the car. And I think they should do that because it makes the show. You know, the one thing touring cars is over a, a lot of other motors, you know, 95% of other motorsport out there, it, it's a show. And it puts on its, its action from the green, you know, the, the, the light to the flag. Um, and that's just, that's what puts bums on seats. It certainly does as well. Everyone's been talking about Colin Turkington picking up his third title, then thinking about a fourth title. We remind everybody that you've got three, and I read some notes about it. You are keen, aren't you, to try and take that fourth title, and there's no reason why you, along with anyone else who's got three titles, i.e. Colin still in the championship, that you shouldn't be able to achieve that this year, Matt. 
especially with what you're yeah, saying I'm about the carbon. Yeah, I'm probably running out of it. I'm running out of years. <laughs> well, but the car's in a good place. Is this a year where you feel if you're gonna do it? Yeah, it's I think be this is this, this could be my. This is this could be, you know, the one I've got to make count. Yeah. Um, you know, so it's uh, you just need luck on your side. You know, with all the the best car and the best team and the best strategies and everything. You just need that element of luck. You got it when you roll the dice because the racing is so close, so frenetic and mixed up. You you do need the, the dice to roll kindly for you. But you can you. make a bit of luck as well, can't you, Matt? As well, you know this championship. You know how to get around it, and everyone's been talking about continuity and consistency and and stuff like that. So you are in a good place with your years of experience within this championship and the car that you've got now. To fingers crossed get what it is that you feel that you would need to take yeah i feel in the i feel in a positive place with the car you know with the championship um i feel you know i feel positive so it's um and and if that it's a you know it's a mental game you take the physical physical requirements out of it it's all what goes on between the years isn't it it? yeah you have that mental approach as well still get the tingle in the tummy you know all these years of doing it i mean this is just media day all right we've still got the racing to actually start in a what nine days time but still of course yeah i'll be sat on the grid uh, wherever i am i've qualified thinking wow. with a bunch of butterflies going around <laughs> in my tummy so but that that means you care and that means you still want to do it it certainly does final question to you honda and the plant at swindon the sad news is that that is supposedly going to close a, a personal if you don't mind me a thought about that and uh, obviously you know all that happening yeah i mean it's to say it's devastating news is is uh, an understatement because they're not it's not just a manufacturing plant it's not they're not just employees it's a family yeah. a family of people there and they've some people have been there literally their whole life you know and for swindon swindon as a town you know it's uh, as an area it's devastating it's devastating for the you know the you know the supply chain as as well as the guys exactly. the poor guys at uh, at the manufacturing site so you know it happened at Longbridge with MG it's happened with others um, you know it's, it's amazing that even though it's terrible people suddenly forget about the 5,000 which is now up to 8,000 I've heard that are going from JLR um, that's old news um, something will come along but and hopefully some positives will come out of it as well you know they've got plans for new um, new technology and um, new products within the company which is good for Honda. It's just, it's it's a rough one. And um, yeah, I just feel for the guys down there. Yeah, it's been a, a tough decision and fingers crossed those positives do come out and uh, and they happen very quickly. Matt, appreciate again your time. Have a safe journey up to, to Leeds as well. And uh, we wish you all the very best again in the 2019 championship. Neil, Cheers, Mike. Thank you. Thank, thank you very much. much.